Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer Podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you guys are listening, subscribing and commenting. I really appreciate the support. And of course, if you guys want to support me further, you can do that by going to my Patreon site. The link is in the description below. And give me a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you guys prefer. 
In this video, I want to speak to you guys about how INFJs are both thinkers and feelers. It's another layer of contradiction, just layered on, layered upon uh, what we are and our, what our personalities are like. And so just another layer of contradictions and just making it just even more difficult for us to live in the real world. So what does it mean that we're both thinkers and feelers? Now, of course, we are Fs. So, you know, INFJ, obviously, we are feelers first. So we do rely on our feelings a lot in, in order to make decisions in the world, obviously, and in order to live in the world, in order to interact with the people around us. So we do rely a lot on our feelings. But we can also quite easily and just as easily as we rely on our feelings, rely on our logic or rely on our thinking selves. That's one of the reasons why thinkers are comfortable around us mostly and feelers are comfortable around us as well, but also that sometimes we can be too thinky <laughs> for the people who are feelers around us and also too feely for the people who are thinkers around us, right? And so because of this, I notice myself constantly adjusting my thinking and feeling scale in order to, you know, emulate or in order to make the people around me more comfortable, especially if I know what their type is. Well, mostly I know what their type is. So if I know exactly what they are, thinker or feeler, I'm noticing myself adjusting myself accordingly, according to the people around me. So this is quite interesting to me, at least, when I roam through the world and I walk through the world, because I notice myself kind of adjusting the way I talk to people, because I know that a certain person around me is not going to be able to handle my feeling language, or is not going to be able to handle me at my logical self. And it's really fascinating to me how automatically it happens. It literally is automatically. <laughs> I don't actually consciously a lot of times do this. Um, mostly I'm just walking through the world and I'll notice myself changing up the way I talk suddenly. And I notice myself doing that and I'm like, oh, why am I doing that? And then if I think about it a little bit more, I realize that the person around me is a thinker and I'm trying to adjust a little bit more to them or they're a feeler and I'm trying to adjust to them accordingly. The problem with all of this is that even though people around us might feel comfortable around us because we're able to adjust to them, because we can pretend to be both very thinky and very feely, I think it is a little bit of a hardship for us because there are very few people on this planet who can play both sides of the coin or both sides of the field very easily as we do. Right? Most people will either, will mostly tend to one end of the spectrum. You know, they'll either be very feeling, so they spend all of their time in their feeling, enamored with their feelings, oh my god, I feel terrible, blah, blah, blah and unable to do any kind of logical thinking, or the other side of the spectrum. My sister's an INTJ, and she's very much a logical person. She is emotional at times, but mostly, 99% of the time, she spends all of her time in her logical side. And so I noticed that it, when I am around her, you know, because I have to adjust myself to her, she will very rarely adjust herself to me, but mostly I'm adjusting myself to her, you know. Which is interesting for me because I noticed that it never really happens the other way around, as I said. You know, no one around us will adjust themselves to us because we're having a feely day or we're having a thinky day or whatever it might be, right? And so that's one of the reasons, obviously, why INFJ spend so much time on their own. Because if we want to be feely today, if we're having a feeling day, 
we just don't want to think about our logic or our our math or our analytical things at all, then we're just going to spend all of our time by ourselves because there's very few people around us who can just allow us to be completely feely. And the same thing on the other side. If we are having a day where we just want to be logical, we don't want to think about feelings, we don't want to think about emotions. And again, we have a very hard time being around people because most people want to be feeling and want to use us as a counselor. And so they usually don't want us to get too much into our logical, analytical side. right? And that is, is the whole thing about isolation. That's one of the reasons why, one of the main reasons, I think, why we are so isolated as INFJs is because because we can, even though we can play both sides of the field, most people cannot. And so we're either adjusting ourselves to other people or we're running away from them because they can't adjust themselves to us. What does this all mean for us as INFJs? My main thing with all these videos is to learn a few techniques in order to live in this world as INFJs, not changing ourselves too much, not negating ourselves, not denigrating ourselves, but being able to live in this world as INFJs without, you know, changing ourselves too much. So for me, how how I've adjusted myself to live in this world, uh, mostly, even though I'm having a equally parts logical and feeling day, and that happens as well. You know, we have days where we're like, no, I don't, I don't think I'm completely feely and I'm not completely thinky either. I'm, I think somewhere in the middle where I want to feel and I want to think at the same time. And that's, again, one of the things that's very rare for most people to accomplish. We're able to do it naturally and logically and aesthetically easily, but uh, other people are not able to do that easily or even have the capability of being close to doing it. So for us, when that happens... What I have learned is that, first of all, obviously, running away is a very easy way to do it, you know, spending time on your own. Um, I spend a lot of time on my own for that exact reason, because sometimes I'll get up in the morning and I'll be like extremely excited and happy and in my feelings and feeling happy and feeling uh, just feeling joyful in general. And I'll, I'll end up meeting with someone and they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Why are you so excited? You know, the world is ending, etc., etc. And I'll feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't feel this way. I hate feeling like that. I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling where I have to feel bad for what I'm feeling. Do you know what I'm saying? Or feel bad for being too logical or analytical. You know, sometimes people will come to me with with problems and I'll think to myself, there's a very logical solution to this. Why are you making such a big deal out of it? And then they'll they'll just tell me that I'm being cold or I'm being awful. I'm not actually listening to them. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, this is not the way to do it, right? So obviously running away is a very easy method to get away from all of this. But a lot of times what I've ended up doing when I'm around people is I've just kind of started telling people where which phase I'm in. <laughs> and I know I tell you guys this all the time. You know, just tell people what's going on with you. It's very hard for us to do that. I understand. And this is a really big work in progress for me, at least, because I'm not used to telling people how I'm feeling or what I'm doing, right? So, for example, if especially around people that I know, people that I, that care about me, people that I know will be able to adjust themselves to me, or who want to love me as I am, uh, like my sister, uh, my friends, uh, my mother, etc. So, what I'll try as much as possible to do is I'll tell them what's going on with me. So, I'll tell them, you know, I'm really feeling, I'm feeling a lot of emotions today, right now. Like, I, it's very hard for me to even say those words outright, like right now. But I'll try as much as possible to say those words to my friends. So if I meet up with a friend, I'll say, so yeah, I'm just having a weird day today. I'm feeling really emotional, right? 
It might be that I'm PMSing or whatever it might be, but I'm feeling a lot of emotions coming up for me. And just saying those few words, it doesn't really mean anything. You're not saying anything else after that. I'm not putting a huge burden on them. I'm not telling them all the different feelings that I'm feeling. Nothing like that. I'm just telling them exactly what phase or mode I'm in. Or some days I'll get up and I'll go to people and I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling so intense today. I'm feeling so energetic. I'm feeling so logical. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of work done today, etc., etc. So a lot of times that's what I'll do. I'll preempt my conversations or interactions with people by telling them exactly what mode I'm in, right? Um, and so perhaps, I mean, it, I've done this a few times already and it has helped a little bit, but it just helps me because I know that I don't have to adjust myself to them because they've already been told what mode I'm in, right? Now, I'm not saying that I don't adjust myself to them at all. That doesn't happen. I'm a counselor, of course, and at heart. And so I will adjust myself to them a little bit, absolutely. But a lot of times, I don't have to completely change my mood, my way of doing things, because that person is in need or of me being a different person, right? So that gives me a little bit of leeway as well, a little bit of room to breathe. I can still be at least 50% myself. I don't have to completely negate myself. I don't have to completely change myself to this person's needs or desires, right? So that's a big one that I would say that you might be able to try out in your own life. Now, of course, this is something that takes a lot of practice and a lot of knowing. You have to know which phase you're in, know yourself for it. Also, you have to be comfortable comfortable within yourself and, and brave enough or confident enough within yourself and with your friendships, that you can say these words out loud and not worry about losing that friend or or being judged or rejected or things like that. So a lot of things come into play there. But that's one of the two ways I would deal with this logical, feely, thinky side of ours where it's all mixed up together and we don't know what, we're, what we are anymore. Are we a feeler? Are we a thinker? I don't know. I hope this makes sense to you guys. I hope I was able to explain myself to you. It is a weird topic, and it's a, it's a topic that we need to speak about a lot more, uh, and maybe I'll do future videos on it. But I hope this was satisfactory for the moment. Um, if you guys want to support me further because you like me, or like my videos, or anything like that, you can go on to my Patreon site. The link is in the description below. And I shall see you guys the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.